before he actually approached you, he's like texting me. He's like, dude, there's this guy with a tiny iPad. And you know, I, I really, like, what should I say? What should I say? It's like, what? you know, bro, it's like uh, dating all over again. What the heck? What's <laughs> happening? Like you a woman to ask you out. The key in so many things is vulnerability. The problem is rarely the problem. The problem is the perspective to the problem. Right, and the perspective to the problem we can always control. And put yourself out there because you never know really what can happen. Welcoming the challenge in your life as if you had chosen it because it's a custom-made challenge for you from the universe. What was really hard for me was separate myself from that moment and understand what was happening. And it's just slowing down to be like, we're okay. We're where we're supposed to be. I looked at where I was today yeah. and I was in the present moment and I did what the moment called for. Be of service to each other on this mm. journey. Thank Fancy. you so much. A anything else? I'm just grateful, man. Ah. I coffee serendipity. It's a thing. I'm right. telling you, coffee <laughs> serendipity. It's a thing. We've got some fresh hey, new young Luis. talent. And this is Luis. And welcome to the content is profit podcast. One, two, In here, three. you're gonna get the insights, accountability, and drive to create consistently and increase revenue. You'll hear from top entrepreneurs, creators, and anything and everything you need to know about content. All this while having a good time. The goal of this podcast is simple: entertain, educate, and turn your content into profit. Woo. Let's go. All right, I gotta exchange these. Ones. Yeah, yeah. muscle memory. From, I'm just from gonna the say. Let's avoid the fact that you press the wrong button, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we are back, everybody. Fonzie, what are we talking about today? Today, we're actually, we're going to go all over the place. We're going to talk a little bit on entrepreneurship, leadership, maybe a little bit of consulting some previous life experiences. And, of course, we're going to try to dive into content. I, I heard a rumor about a two-minute video that has generated more business for this person Ooh. than anything else. And I can't wait to dive into that. I know. Among other things, but... I'm sure you would like to know that. <laughs> I'm sure you would like to know that. So, Fonzie, how do you meet our amazing guest today? We've actually talked about this guest in uh, a previous podcast. Yes, right? that and is right. We've talked about the concept of serendipity <laughs> and specifically coffee, coffee. serendipity. That's and right. there was this time of my life, I still do actually, where, you know, I go to work at coffee shops and, you he's know, a, you get allergic to, to offices and, you, and studios. Pretty and much. Things. Yeah. And you get to meet some incredible people. Well, this person that we have today here in the studio with us today, we actually met them at the coffee shop and it was absolutely amazing. We developed an incredible relationship. We became tennis buddies, which, you know, uh, I'm not going to talk too much about score, scores. We'll, we'll see. Uh, you know, he runs some meditation sessions that are absolutely amazing. I've been part of and, you know. He's a very, very special friend, and I'm so excited to have him here. I today. mean, apart from that, you know, he overcame war, poverty, and family adversity, and got in the path of internal and external thriving. This is very important for all you entrepreneurs out there, right? Built and sold an IT company. Can't wait to dive into that. And built and launched Manifestations Capital to invest in mind, body, spirit businesses. I cannot wait. We talk, talk about niche, right? I know. We talked about this. I know. And uh, it's super exciting. I cannot wait to dive into this conversation. That Anyways. is right. So, without further ado, please welcome mm. the one and only Charbel <laughs> What's up, Charbel? How we doing? What's up, guys? Wow, what an introduction, man. Can I come back here like every other day just for this part? Dude, Absolutely. And I, I was thinking about it for the meditation sessions. We can just hype the whole thing <laughs> up. up. You yeah. know, it'll be like the energy spikes. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. It's so good to be here. Honestly, I'm feeling uh, a bunch of things. I'm excited, but I'm also feeling a lot of pride. Man. Just from our connection at Bull Bean Luis, it's yep. been 
uh, it's been you know a couple of years now hearing you build this business and now walking in here and seeing what you and Louise number two. <laughs> <laughs> that is Louise. right, Louise number two, rather. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Louise number it, one. It's a, it's a, yeah, oh, OG, OG yeah, Louise, it's fine. <laughs> seeing what you guys put together here, like I'm just feeling a sense of pride for you, man. And, uh, thank really, you, thank really you. Really happy for the progress. Amazing. Thank I you. Appreciate, I appreciate. It. I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk people through the <laughs> mental image of how we met. Right. So yeah. there's this coffee shop by the beach, and I used to go there all the time. And honestly, I used to see you there all the time too. And you were sitting with this like tiny iPad. I remember with like a Cotopaxi sticker on yes. the back, <laughs> and I was like, I like that brand. So he must be an adventurer, you know, like he probably <laughs> likes hiking and whatnot. Yeah. And I remember that I just kept seeing you over and over again. And eventually I was like, I'm curious, like, what does this guy do? And usually that's my thought process when I see somebody a lot in like coffee shops and whatnot. Cause I'm like, well, they don't really walk, you know, work out of an office. I'm curious what, what they're doing. Right. Yeah. So I approached you one day and I was like, Hey man, I see you here, you know, quite often. You're like, yeah, I see you too. I'm like, I'm Luis. Nice to meet you. You're like, I'm Chevelle. Nice yeah, to meet you. Yeah. And that day we actually kind of like planned to meet another day and get to know each other. Yeah. And when well, you told well, me your life story and the things that you've done, I was like, oh my gosh, I literally <laughs> came back running to my belt. I was like, dude, yeah. the guy that I just met at Bobbin out of all places. Yeah. Talk about coffee serendipity. And, and every time I saw you, I was like, man, that, I think I think I like that person. Just energetically, I'm tuned into people's energies. You know? I'm like, man, that's that guy's got great energy. But you know how we get. We're all so focused, yeah. trying to get something done. I'm like, yeah, at some point I'll have to connect with him, but always so efficiency-minded. Yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, the coffee shop is like my office a lot of times. Yeah. Well, you don't know, Charvel, this is what happened like before he actually approached you. He's like texting me. He's like, dude, there's this guy with a tiny iPad. And, you know, I, I really, <laughs> like, what should I say? What should I say? He's like, what? you know, bro. It's like uh, dating all over again. What the heck? What's <laughs> happening? Like a woman to ask her out. How do I meet people, right? How do I actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you know, hey, surprisingly enough, I mean, that is a topic that we talk about on the show a lot is how do you put yourself out there and meet new people, right? Yeah. Uh, so obviously we, we talk about it in the concept of the show, the, co the, the podcast, inviting people into your platform, right? Especially those people that maybe you look up to, maybe that you admire, maybe that you wanna learn more, a little bit more from them and just have a conversation. A lot of people are very intimidated to actually go and do the ask, right? Whether that's yeah. in a coffee shop, whether that's like in an online setting. Yeah. So uh, obviously <coughs> in, in your, profession right your line of of work in a sense you have to probably have a ton of conversations with a mm. lot of people and and find out you know what what's their story what are they doing what are they building what's their what's the value how do you approach creating new relationships yeah that's a good question i think i think the key for me I, the key in so many things is vulnerability yeah you know vulnerability that sense of leaving yourself open i think we've all felt it you know when you yeah. feel like you're on the edge of your comfort zone and you know that if you do this next thing, you're going to feel vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Something's going to feel uncomfortable. And I think when you feel that, the key is to push past it and to, I mean, of course, you have to trust your intuition. Sometimes it's the wrong move. Sometimes it's like, no, don't do it. That's why you feel that. <laughs> yeah. But as you do it over and over, as you increase vulnerability, you get to see what's, what's wisdom about not doing something versus what's pushing forward. So I think if you approach people and you're, open and honest about why you're approaching like hey Damn. i saw you sitting here and i just felt like you've got good energy yeah or you know look we both have darker skin man you know <laughs> in the middle of jacksonville beach florida and yeah. i was curious about your background versus mine yeah. i'm from lebanon where are you from yeah um i think 
putting ourselves out there, being vulnerable about the intention. That's the second part that's also mm. very important. Mm. Just intention, man. You know, like yeah. a big part of the reason why people don't want to connect before they know you is they don't know where you're coming from. Like, mm -hmm. what does this person want? You know, especially I grew up most of my life in New York. Our set point is like, if you're approaching Defense, me, right. defensive. You yeah. want something. Yeah. Mm. You want something. So being very clear up front about your intention. You know, yeah. oftentimes the intention is pure. Hey, I'm curious. Or like, for example, this morning, I haven't talked to a friend in like four or five months and I want a favor from him. And I was thinking about, hey, how you doing? I'm like, no, you know, I'm going to skip that. Yeah. I was like, hey, I know we haven't talked in a while, but can I ask you for a favor? You know, I, I wanted to lead with my intention. Yes. And I think if you lead with that intentionality and you lead with a clear, open intention, often it's not a bad intention, man. Because yeah. what's the worst thing? You're trying to build your business you want something but that's a good thing if you believe in what you're doing and you're absolutely. working on a mission that helps the world that's a great thing yeah absolutely i every time i'm a believer like a stronger believer on communication right and you know the value of expressing your intentions up front and we actually have a really good friend turned client that he talks a lot about ai but it's not the AI that people think about is not artificial intelligence. He says AI is attention and intention, right? Mm. And being present with other people. And I think it's is that what you're talking about, right? Like expressing that intention up front. And that's how we have approached, honestly, most of our uh, relationships when it comes to the podcast and with the show, instead of, yeah. you know, even if it's somebody that we don't know and this you know, higher up in the ladder of influence, how we say sometimes, right? But like, you know what? Instead of trying to come in from like the side door and, you know, with like a, a weird strategy, we just send them a video. It's like, hey, what's up? Hey, we're brothers, Luis and Luis. We would love to have you on the podcast, right? Yeah. And surprisingly, a lot of people are like, wow, yeah, absolutely. You guys have a good energy, which is the other thing, right? You were talking about energy when you're being honest, upfront, transparent, like, that energy reflects that. And I feel like people can actually tell when you're not being, you know, when you're yeah. trying to like hide stuff or things like yeah. that. hundred percent. I, I mean, yeah. I, think, I think also like per, per personally, right, in, in your life, uh, you know, you guys met at Bobian and then right after, I think we moved to Fruit Cove area and uh, mm. there's a coffee shop there that the name was Twisted Compass that they've rebranded now and they've opened multiple locations and we connected with the manager, right? And, uh, and then that connection allowed to an introduction with my wife and you know my wife is very private she's like you know she has like two friends and she wants to keep it that way she's very quiet she doesn't like the cameras right and they became like best friends mm. and then Fonzie's girlfriend also we met through that and now they're all three are like really they? best friends and then <laughs> the fam now they have a yeah. we have an extended family that now we go to dinner every single week together like big big family and it's just brought so much joy. Mm. So I really want to encourage everybody out there, right? Like if you are intimidated by this, like don't like lean in and uh, use, you know, the, what we just talked about, like the intention and put yourself out there because you never know really what, yeah. what can, what can happen. And yes. this brought so much, so much joy apart from the business side and the podcast yeah. in our personal lives as well. Yeah, so hundred percent, hundred percent. And the other part of that is just also having the, the mindset and the intentionality of mutual service. Mm. You know, I mean, what else are we here to do roaming around on this planet, like yeah. spinning around the sun like crazy, like, <laughs> yeah. but be of service to each other on this mm. journey. 100%. You know? And if you approach something of, look, I, you know, maybe this person could serve me, but maybe I could serve them too. And maybe you lean in with, maybe I could serve them. 
Yeah. You yeah. Know, and if that's if you're approaching people from that perspective and being vulnerable from how can I help this kid? Is there anything I could offer this person, whether it's a smile or something deeper? Yeah. And I think there's things just flow smoother. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, this phrase comes to mind and I, I've shared here before is the problem is rarely the problem. The problem is the perspective to the problem. Right. And the perspective to the problem we can always control. And, you know, when we talk about approaching other people and stuff like that, usually people think about worst case scenario, like, oh, my gosh, what if I go say hi? And, you know, this guy throws me his tiny iPad with a cut of packs and sticker <laughs> on the back. Right? I was like, like, we paint all these crazy scenarios that are yeah. Yeah. most, yeah. you know, they're, they're not going to happen, honestly. And, and then, like, that deters people from interacting. So a lot of times it's that perspective. And I want to make the connection on perspective and challenges because... I know you had a challenging upbringing, right? And I feel like we live in a sense right now in a society that there's a lot of, I don't know the correct word, the proper word, but there's a lot of victimhood, right? Like a lot of people have the perspective that they see the challenges with is that of a set of victims, right? And man, you are, like your story is super inspiring, Right. And clearly your perspective that you're like looking at these challenges with is one of, you know, I'm going to come above my challenges. I'm going to, you know, like serve everybody, the people that I'm that I'm, you know, spending my time with. And I'm curious, you know, was it always like that for you? Like, how do you develop that perspective? What are some of the lessons that happened throughout there? And of course, if you can share a little bit of those initial challenges in your life, I think it would be pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, that's very kind of you, Louis. Thank you for that, man. Yeah, um, yeah you know, one of my favorite teachers is Eckhart Tolle, and, and he, Eckhart Tolle, speaks about welcoming the challenge in your life as if you had chosen it. Mm -hmm. Because it's a custom-made challenge for you from the universe mm -hmm. to allow you to grow this next level of growth that you need. Custom-made. Yeah. This whole universe conspired <laughs> to create this specific type of challenge for you yeah and so welcoming that challenge as if as if li literally you chose it is a beautiful mindset towards challenges but certainly that wasn't the case in my early life man you know we yeah. i was born at, at the age of eight into or i moved at the age of eight out of lebanon but i was born the year after the lebanese civil war started wow. so wow. so for me you know part of my life part of my body is war because when my mother was pregnant with me, it was very extreme situations. Yeah. The first eight years of my life, it was active, you know, street to street combat. Wow. And so that is in the, you know, the DNA of my family that is also yeah. in my body. And that's been part of my process is getting familiar with that, processing that, moving that through my body. Yeah. But that was, you know, the first challenge that we had to overcome. And honestly, I did very little. That was all my mom, man. <laughs> <laughs> my mom is a very special woman. I would... Yeah. I would play with it. I would play cowboys and Indians, you know, with my yeah. sisters during the fighting as, you know, we ducked through the building and down to the bomb shelter and things like this. Yeah. It was yeah. only later in life that I realized the effect of that. And then I had to do the work as an adult yeah. to investigate that. Yeah. Obvi I mean, obviously not similar story. We grew up in Venezuela, right? But we grew up when, you know, socialism and, and was taking over with Hugo Chavez and we saw a lot of the division in society and we were victims of it. You know, I personally was robbed by cops multiple times, you know. Mm -hmm. I personally was kidnapped one night. So, like, you come, you have your life and there's you have all these experiences, right? And then you come to a new place and it's a whole new perspective. So I remember the day 
you know, we've been very fortunate, obviously, because of sport. We play soccer, and that gave us opportunities to go and, and experience Europe and play there and, and live with incredible other players and, and have amazing coaches. And then that opened the doors to come to America and, and go to school here in, in really good schools and, and play in, like, really nice grass fields, right? And we walked into – I remember walking into the, the locker room. I'm like, this is like being a professional soccer player because hmm. you have everything. They wow. give you everything. Everything. You're, you're just wow. so grateful for, like, that brand-new jersey that you that you get to use every single day and practice and the fields. And, you know, we played in dirt. We played in asphalt. We, like, we got injured – falling in pavement right like it, it was crazy and and you're grateful for these experiences and obviously for us it's, it's been soccer yeah. like the main thing but that you it was so hard to see people that have not experienced something different and then the their perception of certain situations that are happening that you're like this doesn't matter like there's the yeah. picture is so much bigger yes. why are we wasting time on that so uh, on on our side, I think we've been very intentional in not paying too much attention on that and really focus on, on ourselves in a sense of like, hey, our goal is to bring our family here, is to provide, is to build opportunities, is to like, you know, and that's how kind of our business has, you know, evolved in the last couple of years. Yeah. And uh, we really focus on ourselves to then hopefully influence the people that are like very proximity to us. How do you approach yeah. that, right? Because obviously your story is also, is very, very intense in that sense. How do you, do you ignore it? Do you, uh, what are the conversations that you're having with people? What are you doing to kind of level that? Do you feel a necessity to actually level that? Or yeah. you're like, you know? Yeah, I mean, first of all, I want to acknowledge your guys' stories and thank you for sharing that, Luis. That's tremendous. You know, yeah. you guys overcame that adversity and the beautiful thing is you have the gratitude to know what you have. That's probably one of the best things, man, about having facing adversity of, of any kind is it then gives you the perspective. You know, I think Khalil Gibran, who's also one of my favorite poets and influencers, said the, uh, you know, the pain that carves the clay allows then the clay to hold the nectar and the fruit. Mm. But the pain mm -hmm. kind of carves and allows you to know what a hole is and allows you to know what great feels like you know yeah. so you could walk on the grass field and just t not take that for granted that's amazing yeah. so i want to acknowledge that from you guys thank you for sharing i mean honestly for me i never really it, it's only now in life that i often tell my story like i'll often lead you know i was speaking with a, a potential investor yesterday and, and i'll often intro like i did now when i tell my story like in my two minutes you hear that I was born in a war and yeah. my family had, you know, physical violence and all this that I had to traverse. And now it's part of my story and I wear it on my sleeve and I just tell it. It's part of who I am. You yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for many years, I never, that's only in the last, you know, five to 10 years as I've been leading people. And I know that people care about who you are and where you're from. And so yeah. it's important to tell our story for the yeah. benefit of others a lot. And yeah. so people know who you are. But for most of my life, I didn't look at any of that, to be honest with you. I just, I looked at where I was today, yeah. and I was in the present moment, and I did what the moment called for. Yeah. Whatever that may but be. In some cases, the moment called for hard work, you know, like collecting cans on the corner with my mother so we could put food on the table. Hmm. Or, you know, running my brother's moving business at the age of 14 and 15 because wow. he was going back to Lebanon to try to find a wife, because that's what you do, you know? <laughs> <laughs> 
So uh, it's like, yeah. yeah, whatever, what the moment, call, or the next moment I was, you know, on Wall Street working for JP Morgan and the moment called for mm. a nice suit and, yeah. you know, interpersonal skills that I had learned in my, in my, you know, challenges growing up. So I just yeah. looked at that and I, it's funny because people recognize my story more than I did. And mm. once they would know my, where my background is, I had a couple of people along in my life who really believed in me and helped me and, in fact, you know, um, the day I sold my business, I, I built this IT business, I sold yeah. it. And the day I sold it, I called the guy who was on my board who was very, very meaningful for me. And I told him, like, hey, you believed in me in a way that was more than I believed in myself. Oh. Wow. And in fact, more than my parents ever believed in me. Wow. And that belief in me, he knows my story, and he yeah. really believed in me and looked at me and was like, wow, that's a person I want to help. Yeah. And so he recognized that background. I didn't really take much stock of it, but these couple of people in my life who believed in me and their belief just yeah. energetically propped me up, you know, and like pushed me forward yeah. and allowed me to achieve things more than I could achieve for myself. They recognized my story more than I did. Yeah. I just focused on the moment and what it called yeah. for. Yeah. I I definitely want to hear more about that and brings me back to, you know, the first coach that we ever hired for the business and i remember him saying a lot of the times that he's like motivation is crap right and <laughs> i was like i love motivation i love putting you know the motivational videos and the audio and stuff like that but he's like you know you need its environment you need to like motivational is fickle like it's just go up and down like you wake up and you feel motivated to take on the world and you know by 3 p.m you just want to take a nap and, you know, I can attest to that. I love taking naps. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, he says, but you need is an environment, environment of people that are going to push you forward, right? And I think this one is kind of a little bit of cliche. You're the average of the five people you surround yourself with, but it's cliche for a reason because it's truth, right? It's the, it's the truth that when you surround yourself with, you know, people that are bringing value, that are seeing, you know, the best in you and, Maybe they're even holding you accountable to some of the things that you say that you want to achieve to your own goals. Like that's when like growth happens. So I'm extremely curious to know a little bit more about that story on your end. Like how do you come across these people, right? That started to believe in you. Maybe what was it? Were you too focused in what you were doing that you couldn't see the value that you were providing? And, and I'm saying this because I believe that, you know, the person that is listening right now, I feel like this is a problem with entrepreneurs is, they cannot really determine their own value in a way, right? And I'm saying this based off of my own experience. Yeah. You know, when they yeah. told when they told me, you know, charge five thousand dollars for this, I'm like, oh, but am I worth it? That's my first thought, right? Like, yeah. is the work that we do like worth this amount of money, etc. Right? So it's yeah. like there, there's always like this battle with self doubt, and you're also so into it. So I'm curious on like how do you came across these people, and also how did they bring this to light yeah, to you. Yeah. Well, part of the challenge that I found, Franzi, is, uh, you know, we all show up as a range, right? We have the low end of our range and we have the high end of our range. And at the high end of our range, we're amazing. You know, we're yeah. confident. Mm. We've got swagger. People are attracted <laughs> to us, you know? Yeah. The problem is we also know the low end of the range. Mm. You know, we know the insecurity. We know the weaknesses. Mm. We know the addictions, you know, the behaviors, yeah. whatever it is. So we know that whole range. And I think um, when we tune into ourselves and think about our worth and self-worth and 
worth of services, whatever it is, we, we know the whole picture. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, mm -hmm. these people around us uh, are the most, uh, you know, accelerating for us, are the ones that really just focus in. They accept us in our full range, but they really deprioritize the low end of the range. You know, mm. we tend to over-focus on the low end of the range and how can I yeah. make it better? They just see the high end of the range, except the low end also, but really focus on that high end. And that's mostly what they see in you. Yeah. And that's why this guy was able to see in me like more than I thought, saw in myself. And the yeah. challenges felt too big for me. For him, he was like, because I'd never overcome those challenges. I was facing them for the first time. Yeah. For him, he's like, oh, I've seen this story. This guy's overcome these five challenges. Now he's got an even bigger one, but he overcome all the, I see this line. He's going to overcome it. So he's sitting back with confidence. Yeah. Yeah. With me, I'm like, oh, how am I going to do this? Uh, yeah. Another big challenge. What do I do here? You know. So I'm in the midst of it. He's seeing the big picture. He's accentuating the highest end of me. Yeah. You know? And Not I think... Oh no no! Go. I, I was just gonna say like the, like I'm having like these flashbacks with uh one of our uh, our mentors that we that we had right and he's amazing he actually lives here in in Florida we should do like a round table one day well, one of coming. those like content dinners they're coming in August you know all yeah four. that'll be fun and uh, <laughs> I remember you know we were at this podcasting event and they had this awesome party at the end karaoke and all this stuff and you know everybody's kind of like dancing and he grabs me and he's like I was actually fresh from my breakup that oh, around that time so that you know out of that range that you're talking i was low low <laughs> low right and just so you know i still keep the crystal i have it here on my oh, in my amazing. backpack with it yeah amazing um and he grabs me and obviously like i was a little down but he grabs me and he's like just so you know it's like you have no idea how much i believe in you guys i don't know if i tell you that story it's like no. i don't know like he's like you have no idea how much i believe in you guys like, was he was you, he sober Huh? Was he sober? <laughs> uh, I would say, you know, he was maybe a little bit <laughs> in the party. Like, it doesn't matter. In the yeah, party yeah, yeah, zone. I take it. <laughs> but uh, I felt the energy, right? Like, yeah. I felt like it was so genuine. And, I mean, we love this guy. He's, like, yeah. one of the most, honestly, gr greatest persons that has helped us, honestly, with, with our business and everything. Yeah. And uh, he's not afraid of telling you things as they are. And that, that comment just meant so much to me, right? Mm -hmm. I was like, and now listening to your comment, I'm like, he probably is able to see that range on a, in us, yeah. right? And he's able to see what we're probably capable of, potentially capable of, right? Yeah. And he sees that we can actually achieve that if we, you know, yeah. kind of like go up to that side of that range, yeah. right? With also knowing the lower end of the, of the range. And like you said, I think it's, it's key to probably bring some awareness personally to that lower side of the range. I did an exercise a while back. It was kind of it's kind of odd, but it was you got to stare at yourself in the mirror for five minutes mm. without nothing, like no mm. distractions, no nothing. If you look at your phone or anything, if you break eye contact, you have it to resets. start the five minutes again. I love it. I love and I, I remember what I took out of that exercise. You have to do it at the beginning of like it was like a thirty day challenge, and you had to do it at the beginning and then at the very end. Mm. And I remember like I was having a hard time like making eye contact and then you have all this you know thoughts flowing on you and i think it's a good exercise you know if you're listening right now and you want to potentially take inventory of that range mm -hmm. like what are your lows and what are your highs because doing that exercise those were the thoughts that i, I was having mm -hmm. i was like oh man 
but I've done this, 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 X, you know, like, and then I was like, well, but I've also done this, you know, and I'm proud of this. And I was kind of like trying to force myself to like stay positive. But then, you know, my mind was shifting to the other side. It was crazy. It was so crazy. But I think it's a really cool exercise to get, you know, kind of like help you define that range. I think that's so important. Uh, Awareness, right, in a sense. Uh, I've been working really hard with, with, my coach in the last like six months most like like yeah and uh, a lot of it has been are you aware of the situation today right mm-hmm. like for example those low-end moments like if we're feeling it there's certain feelings that come with it there's your body reacts a certain way like you you're acting a certain way and then what was really hard for me was separate myself from that moment and be and uh, and understand what was happening and kind of press the pause button and then we're like okay i'm recognizing that i'm in a low energy moment or i'm feeling this way why am i feeling this way x happened what's the worst it could happen like going through that and this is maybe like a two three minute process mentally right and it's slowing down right because we live in this like this world that is ever moving forward we're always feeling maybe that we're catching up and we're not there right and it's just slowing down to be like we're okay We're, we're we're supposed to be Perfect. This happened. Do I have control over it? Probably not. What do I have control over it? It's like how I feel. How do I realign myself? And that personally has helped me a ton. And what happens also is like in, in the community and the people that, that we work with that are putting their message out there, their story out there, right? Yeah. Like if we're putting this and, and then the feedback that we might get from maybe an audience member that might not align with your messaging, for example, mm-hmm. or the keyword war- warriors, right? That they'll say whatever behind a computer, but not to your face. Yeah. And that can affect you in those kind of moments. And you know, we are very passionate about putting your message out there, especially mm-hmm. if you have a product or a service or a mission that, that you wanna put on and, and, and have that conversation with people, that can be a big friction point for a lot of entrepreneurs mm-hmm. because they'll see that in a low end moment, they're not gonna be able to recognize it and then they stop, the action stops, which is what yeah. happened a lot in our at, at the beginning of, of our journey, right? Yeah. With our first podcast that we try to launch, all these things, right? All that, all that friction. Yeah, Luis, now, now you're hitting at the crux of it, man. Now <laughs> you're hitting at the crux of it, because along with vulnerability, along with putting yourself out there with your authentic story, mm-hmm. is gonna come disappointment, is gonna mm-hmm. come challenges, and whether it's your own low end or it's a, it's a new low that you're experiencing emotionally that's mm-hmm. imposed on you by someone else's actions, someone criticizing you, which I give you guys a lot of credit and a lot of credit to the people that are in the content world and are in the public yeah. eye. You're always opening yourself up to judgment, to criticism. But the key is, is that moment of power, of observation. Because mm. right? in that moment, as soon as you're able to observe and have that separation that's brought about from the observation, you're no longer whatever that emotion is. That's the moment of power because you go from being wrapped up and being engrossed in anger. I am angry. No, you're not angry. You're experiencing anger. Yeah. And when you experience anger, you have power. When you're angry, you're weak. You've lost your Mm -hmm. power. You're being driven by that emotion where just that split second that you're talking about, Luis, is so powerful. That little bit of separation between what is happening through you in your body and who you think you are. You're not that anger. Yeah. You're the awareness that is able to observe it and see it. And that little bit of separation, there's so much power in that. What's something? Wait, wait, I want to wait. say something. I When I broke up, I just, it's literally like, uh, just like, uh, 
historical moment in <laughs> the life of Fonzie. When I broke up, I was at the coffee shop all, all, all tired, uh, all tired and sad, you know. I remember we met and we talked for a little bit and then you had to leave and I just stayed there doing some work. And hours later, you came back with a book and the crystal that I just talked about. And he's like, man, I've been thinking about you, you know, and I, I want to give you this. It's an important book for me. Um, and it was Untethered Salt, mm -hmm. which talks about this exact concept that you're talking about, mm -hmm. which is like, you know, this is a very general way to uh, kind of like summarize this, but it's like, you're not your first thought, right? You're not like that emotion that comes up, but then once you have the awareness, right? You have the power, bringing the power back to you. So that's a book I recommend to everybody on Tether Soul. Um, so, so and we can talk about, we can, we can do like a book review one day. <laughs> yeah, 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 let's bring you back to do like a book review. Now, now that you're cool. in town, we're gonna do a couple <laughs> sessions. Let's do it. So I, I've talked to my wife a lot about this, right? And, and uh, we're very different, right? In, in many ways. And I was like, it's hard to tell somebody, it's like, just separate yourself from the moment. Mm. And it's like, how do I actually do it? So can you help us walk through maybe a couple of tactical things that you can do as an entrepreneur, right? Of how do I actually separate myself from that moment? Yeah. For me it has been years, right? Of I'm feeling like I, I'm identifying a feeling and I immediately, I am able to make that decision. It's like, do I stay in this feeling or do I actually go back and observe it, right? But it's yeah. not something easy to it's do. It's not easy, it's not easy. The key is small steps. Um, and, and by the way, Fozzie, thanks for bringing that up, man. I'm so glad I went <laughs> back and I gave you that. It, oh, that was a yeah. moment of vulnerability for me because I'm like, Thank is you. this too much of a bromance? Like, what, well, you know? What, hey, uh, the bromance <laughs> is real, man. <laughs> but, but Welcome like, to bromance. You know, yeah. man, I feel this guy's heart. He's a great person. I'm gonna Thank do you. a small little thing. I'm so glad uh, I did you. that. Um, but yeah, Luis, it's, it, the, the key is small steps. Um, one thing that I love on the, on, to begin that journey is awareness of your body. Mm. So, you know, as I'm sitting here recording the show with you guys, of course, there's a, I'm excited. There's a lot of emotions in my body. There's a little bit of anxiety, but I could also feel my feet on the ground. Yeah. Like I know whether I'm on my toes or on my heels. I could feel my body touching the chair, the heat, the extra heat that's, in the chair at the point of contact between the body and the chair. And so that that awareness of the body actually activates the prefrontal medial cortex that's in this part of the brain that is the only part of the brain that could allow you to intercept what happens in the amygdala. Mm -hmm. The amygdala, the reptilian part of the brain, is a part where strong emotions, the fight or freeze mm -hmm. kicks in and strong emotions bypass the more advanced part of the brain. They literally bypass it. You don't have the choice to make a decision. <laughs> it goes to your body and it's like, let's get the heck out of here before you have a chance to process it. Yeah. The only thing that intercepts that process is that prefrontal medial cortex. Huh. And the way you build that muscle is literally awareness of sensations in the body. Hmm. And so that's a, I mean, we could talk about why that tool is powerful for many reasons, but you could yeah. start right now. Whatever you're doing, feel the feet on the ground, just try to articulate the temperature of the room on your skin. Uh -huh. Like what, can I feel the air? Is my skin hotter than the room or is the room hotter than my skin right now? Very small things like that about the body. And that by itself could lead to much more advanced practices in the body, relaxation of the body um, that alleviates, all, like I've been able to help my digestive issues a lot by relaxing the inner muscles of my digestive uh -huh. system. but. 
you don't have to get there. Just start <laughs> if you're interested, we're gonna leave all you know Charvel's information right below. Just send him a quick DM. Yeah, yeah. He, he does some some really cool <laughs> meditations, and you talk a lot about this when you do the meditations. So yeah. definitely encourage people if you wanna try them or you know just yeah just give it a shot. Just yeah. make sure you you message him. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's definitely one thing. At least we could talk about other things, but um, you know awareness. You know, people hear a lot about awareness of the breath. Awareness of the breath is important for many, many reasons. One is a lot of us have shallow, incomplete breathing mm. because we have some trauma stored in the body. The body's tight. Yeah. And we never really realize that we're not actually taking full breath. So we're operating at less than optimal oxygen capacity. What the yeah. heck? That's one of the first things we can do to help our energy system and the body and our mm. life force into the world. So... The other thing about the breath is when you breathe, it moves your body. You can't mm -hmm. help it. It mm -hmm. expands something and something shrinks, like whether you like it or not. So by being aware of the breath, it forces you to then be aware of the body. So, okay, yeah. you don't want to feel the temperature on your skin, no problem. But can you know when the inhale is in your body? Is something expanded or no? It has to, it has to have expanded. Yeah. Did my yeah. chest expand? Did my, so awareness of that breath um, you know, again, stealing from my teacher, Eckhart Tolle, if you can keep 10% of your awareness at all times inside your body, it's a huge win. Wow. wow. Huge win. That's cool. Yeah, I think there's a pretty cool takeaway for today's episode too, is uh, trying to, you know, bring in that awareness towards those yeah. small things of your body, which I can tell right now because... I can tell my fingertips are pretty cold. Nice. Oh, you too, you too. Okay, I wasn't going to say anything. Yeah. Second in-studio session you guys it, do. I wasn't going to comment about the yeah. heat in here. But it must be I it know. must be this awesome water, you know. Thank you, Liquid Death. Liquid for, Death. You know, yeah. So tasty. Thank so you, tasty. guys. Wow. But, uh, Charvel, it's been an absolute pleasure yeah. having you on the show today. I, mean, I will say this. I will say this. Sorry, before interrupting you. But we're going to have to bring you for uh, yeah. part two. I don't know if we're going to stitch these two episodes together, maybe do part one and part two. Because, man, you have an incredible story on the entrepreneurial side. Mm. On I mean, you you work for, you know, one of the biggest consulting agencies in the world i remember you telling me the stories how you would like fly to like i think it was dubai <laughs> and you guys would come in like a squad into the offices like a whole bunch of guys suited up you know i was like that sounds so freaking you, you cool how many times yeah. he's yeah. shared that story oh, with yeah. me yeah. Like, hey you know that guy Charvel, you know he has this cool story about the suits i was, I was like in. maybe i should about pursue a career <laughs> yeah, in, in that side the corporate swat team at yeah. McKinsey, yeah yeah SWAT and you and you went from you know that corporate swat team to now having your own, yeah, I mean, first starting your own company and selling it, and then now you're starting, you started a fund, right? Uh, manifestation Capital, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, exactly. that you fund, you know, companies that are focused on, you know, body, spirit, like health. And I think that's absolutely amazing. I think it's such, you yeah. know, from corporate so swag to, to co <laughs> from corporate SWAT team to, you know, capital fund uh, that, you know, supports this, Amazing companies yeah. that bring so, so intention, it's, it's intentionality, you know? It's going to happen. Yeah. We're going to bring him back. Just comment yeah. right below, like, when, how soon? Just saying. Tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> I love it. Let's do it. This has been too fun. I can't believe the time already passed. I know. It's so fast. I, I think I, I need to keep scheduling these just to keep seeing you guys. That's how busy you are. That's how dedicated you are. To yes, let's go. So just go to, you know, the website, studiopodcastreads.com. You're saying plug for this. <laughs> and, uh, you know, whoever wants to come and see the studio. Anyways. But, not sure, but you're always welcome here, man. Yeah, uh, it's been you. Great to be with a, you guys. a pleasure. Uh, today, 
was awesome. I mean, we so good. We thought we were gonna go one direction, like always. We go to the other direction, but it's uh, it's meant to be, right? That's where what the Th- conversation. That maybe needs to go. we should start another podcast called "Which Direction." <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's like we totally think we're gonna go which way, but we never know. We ended up just going there in a whole different way. We have people vote before the video actually starts. Be like, you know, <laughs> comment X if yeah. you think oh, it's gonna go I here. Like comment B. Or we're in the go midst, go. like, oh, should we talk about this or this, and have people vote real time? And oh, go, oh, that'd be so much fun that'd be great all right cool okay. cool idea for uh, the for brother, another pod the, show the, for the two brother show the two know? brother show yeah I like but anyways that one. uh <laughs> is there any last thoughts anything that you want to share with you know the audience that's listening to you or watching you man just great to be with you guys here I, I i'd say look when it comes to uh, i was thinking about this ahead of time i'm not a big content person but a lot of the things that we talked about today are you know authenticity and vulnerability like be who you are offer something into the world that's in line with who the essence of who you are is and be vulnerable about sharing that message and yeah if you could work in these things like mindfulness to really empower you and increase your power into the world small things like the ones that we talked about attention in your body could be very powerful absolutely so good thank Fancy. you so much a- anything else i'm just grateful man ah. i Coffee serendipity, it's a thing. I'm right. telling you, coffee <laughs> serendipity, it's a thing. I'm so excited. I'm so here. happy that you came here today. Thank yeah. you for and, having um, me. Yeah, so and fun. I'm just going to yeah. throw this out there, but we need to play some tennis again. Let's go. <laughs> you know, Let's go. I, uh, I, I, I think last time we played, maybe you might have got a little scared or something like that. But <laughs> <laughs> I saw that powerful forehand. As, lo- as long as you're not kicking the tennis ball, I'll be okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, Charvel, doesn't matter what he does, he still loses. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> with that said, guys. Th- oh, okay. Well, that too. But with that said, guys, <laughs> thank you so much for tuning into the Contest Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show in your favorite podcasting platform and on social media at Biz Bros Co. That is Random Charvel here. Help you move one step closer towards your goal. Please don't forget to share this episode and, and leave a five-star review. See ya. Bye, guys.